this is Mercy West, and you are listening to For Your Pleasure. <laughs> Today is the first installment of my interview series, and in this uh, little chunk here, I interview Ingrid Mouth and Cupcake Sinclair, both um, artists and adult performers in their own right, and both vastly unique uh, when it comes to the type of content they produce and when it comes to how they view the world. I'm, I consider myself friends with both of these lovely folks and I'm so, so, so happy that they decided to let me experiment on them and be my first uh, interviewees for this, uh, this little podcast here. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, I am here with my friend Ingrid Mouth. Um, do you remember how we met? How we met? Yeah. Oh, um, I'm pretty stoned right now, and <laughs> I'm working on that. Oh gosh. Uh, I think well, on the internet. And yeah. Then did, did you just write me, or you, and did you say something, or maybe I wrote something to you in the DMs because I was like going to where you were, and you want to hang out, or like. Maybe you said that you... No, I said I was going to L.A. for the first time. I remember. And you <laughs> wrote me and you were like, Hey, are you interested in maybe like working together, making some clips and like hanging out? Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, because mm-hmm. I had been following you for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's how Ingrid and I met. And we have tons of people in common as far as work goes. Yes. And... Um, yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. So. Mercy was really cute on the internet, oh, and then yeah. we met, and Mercy continued to be really cute in real life, and we're still friends. It's wonderful. <sighs> that's how we met. Uh, you're real sweet. <laughs> and then we made videos of ourselves washing each other's hair, and mostly really cute things. Mm-hmm. We smoked <laughs> joints. We smoked joints in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're so dang wholesome. Mm-hmm. We washed hair. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, we put coconut oil on each other. Oh yeah. That was really yeah. fun. Oh, we jerked each other's dicks off. We were Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. We were. Yeah. I sell a lot of those. Like guys oh, nice. really like that. <laughs> really like that. Um, <laughs> and something funny I've noticed. Like I started doing jerk off clips like that a while ago. Like maybe maybe like a year and a half ago or something because mm-hmm. I didn't see him anywhere yeah. and then when I started posting stuff on Twitter like I slowly started to see more of the queer performers mm-hmm. like that um, were non-binary or trans mask and <clears throat> doing it and I was like yes yes I want a giant jerk off party like oh, this yeah. is the best because I didn't know if people would like it but yeah, people I, I sell a lot of this vi- one video where I'm just strap on fucking a pumpkin and really yeah. Shit. They just want to see, yeah, put That's your dick hot. in something. That's really hot. Especially because it's a pumpkin, and I don't oh, know what that is. It's like. just great fun to put your dick in anything, as men probably realize. Not just like, <laughs> you know. I've been waiting, <laughs> I've been waiting to get like a, a big rubber torso to use because I'm a creep. And, um,. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to get a pumpkin uh-huh. or a squash or something. Like. Yeah. I, watermelon. Oh, yeah. 
Like, I get to put it in the oven sounds and of stuff, the watermelon. Like. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna heat it up. Yeah, make it warm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like extra soft. Yeah, you gotta go through the whole process. I feel like a cantaloupe would be a really like a, a microwaved cantaloupe. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the noise. Like, it's <laughs> and I I just gagged a little yeah, bit. That it's noise just when a- it hits the seeds in the middle there. <laughs> no. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> it's just a bit much. I am mm-hmm. super into it though because i'm like <laughs> i was checking i know i was checking to see if it was actually running i'm like okay it's fine if there's something wrong with the sound and i fuck up but like if it's not running at all then that would be shitty mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so i have a list of questions right here for you okay and um they're just a mishmash of things i came up with when i was thinking of things i wanted to know about people i liked mm-hmm. and <clears throat> Um, I'm just gonna start with a few of them, and then if there's anything that resonates with you, or that you want to like expand on, or that you just want to tell a funny story about, or something, or sad story, or whatever, uh, let me know, and we can just like hold up on that because I don't care about finishing all the questions. Okay, so da, 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 da. is there anything that pops uh, to the top of your head when you think of um, advice for beginners? Like, just if you could do one thing, like something like people that are uh, getting into porn and it can be a specific demographic like people getting into porn who are like this or doing it for this reason or just like show up on time and don't be mean you know <laughs> like that's whatever mm-hmm. um uh, the, the first one that pops to mind is uh i guess everybody told me to when i first got in that i should uh, think really hard about what my limits were and what my boundaries were and uh, I was coming in without having done a lot of things in real life Mm -hmm. and was, uh, I'm kind of, I liked to test my boundaries. And I guess, um, yeah. so there was a, I don't know, I guess I I developed guilt issues and like fear of, and shame issues around like that, that weird sense that I was not, able to clearly define my own boundaries but um okay because like where you were like mentally and emotionally it was I was in an experimental phase yeah and um not that I wouldn't do it again because I kind of want to but um (laughs) you're on and I'll add that you're on hiatus right now at the moment yeah Yeah. uh no I I enjoyed it but it was a I I came in um in part as as an experiment, I guess, on myself and to test my own boundaries and to test, like, because uh, I was very curious, but I hadn't been able to have, I didn't have access to a lot of the things I wanted to try before. So uh, I guess it's like taking things slow in the moment and remembering that even if you wrote something on paper, you can speak up in the middle. And you can speak up immediately after something happens, and all of that is a... If you find out early on that's not going to be respected, uh, that is the sign that you leave the set. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and you shouldn't force yourself to stay on any set where you don't feel like those boundaries will be respected. Um, I didn't... I, I had wonderful experiences personally but yeah that that was always sort of an anxiety of unsureness mm-hmm. um and like anyway so <laughs> no that's that's awesome i uh, uh yeah i ended up um 
I was at an agency in uh, Florida for a while and got to see a lot of the uh, a lot of the just like really young girls that get flown in out of the, you know like the Midwest and stuff and like the middle of nowhere that just like have no idea what's going on and um, how they're just it's people are so predatory people can become so predatory so quickly when they realize you just like want people to like you and want to make money and that's no, there's nothing wrong with either of those things but they act like it's just that they can just like use you you know they just uh, it, yeah so it's I'm really glad you've had great experiences and that's excellent excellent advice and it's advice I've always adhered to and have been able to adhere to but I also you know, know plenty of people that it's it's not always easy, you know, and it's not always easy to walk off set. It's not always easy to know that you might make someone angry even though they're doing something wrong. <laughs> and, you know, it's okay to have all those doubts, but really, like, you're the most important person at the end of the day when it comes to the production, to everything. Like, your, your bottom line is the most important, and that's usually keeping yourself safe. <sighs> Let's see. Thank you so much for that. That was really great. Um, sure. <laughs> Let's see. <sighs> do, do, do. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? What do I eat for breakfast? Generally, if, uh, if you do eat breakfast. <laughs> I eat breakfast every day, um, or I get really grumpy, uh, but it's different every day, I guess. Whatever I feel like. Yeah kind of fused with whatever I happen to have in the kitchen. I, mm -hmm. I cook breakfast sometimes. But, uh, the scrambled eggs were pretty good this morning. We had scrambled eggs this morning. Um, <coughs> let's see. How do you feel about um, uh, bathhouses and spas? What is your experience with those and how um, uh, why do you go to them? I know a lot of people that are like, really? You go and sit in water? That's what you pay money to go sit in water? And I'm like, I have a hard time explaining exactly how it makes me feel, especially being in an environment where everybody's just like on the same page. They all want to relax, all want to be naked, all want to have a nice time and not have anyone talk to them <laughs> unless <laughs> it's their friend that they brought. Um, so uh, what, what is your feeling about those services? Hmm. Uh, well, I, I read, um, I read an article once, uh, from this man who was, I can't remember the title or the author, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but a man was, a uh, some kind of atheist something and was saying he, he grew up in religion and, uh, always had a weird religious guilt because he was, uh, and uncertainty because he, uh, remembered the feeling he got from church the feeling of of connectedness and and like being uplifted in some way from from the singing and then he said what cleared that up for him was going to his first oingo boingo concert and having the preci precisely the same feeling mm -hmm. so uh i I, <laughs> I guess i feel like any space where people are are gathered for a single purpose and especially when that space is is enriching yourself or your body or healing or re relaxing that's uh satisfies us on a deep kind of spiritual human level and makes us all feel like 
united in a central purpose and that gets us in touch with our humanity and uh, also I have rheumatoid arthritis so it's a that's it's a, the warm water just is great for that and the sort of, actually something about the jumping between the hot and the cold tubs too um, is supposed to be I have no idea. I have supposed <laughs> to be good for you. Yeah, I read up on it too, and then Google it immediately it. left my brain. But um, you know, I always like to encourage people to to do that kind of stuff if they have it around. Not every place does, um, but I know I've have de definitely opened a lot of people up to like like really I'm gonna go sit in heat. That sounds awful. I'm like no, but it's nice. You're making the choice. It's cool. Like <laughs> everyone else is sitting in heat too, and whatever. Um, yeah. And that's really nice. That's an excellent explanation. Um, yeah, it's just very peaceful and very comforting. And I personally have always been a water baby. Like, I will sit mm -hmm. in bathtubs for hours. Our, our first few clips were in bathtubs for yeah. that reason, because I saw you had a nice one and was like, oh, fuck, I can't mm -hmm. not use that. I really enjoy that there's such a thing as a bathtub fetish and that you can monetize that. Yeah. It's just a wonderful fact about the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. Have you been to, uh, like, what's the most memorable show you've been to if you go to, like, live shows? And it could be, like, it could be an art performance or it could be a um, concert or whatever, you know? Um, a live show. Um, dang. I have not been to one in a while because I'm really bad at crowds. Um... <laughs> it's okay. I mean, and if you haven't been to like real, any really awesome ones, then like that's cool too. I mean, I've been to a lot of awesome ones. It's just they're all in the past. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. No, I'm trying to. Um, let's see. It's you know I understand if you haven't gone out in a long time and done stuff like I don't. Um, I'm just trying to let something pop up. But yeah, I don't go out a lot. A lot of my friends are in bands, and I always feel like an asshole because I don't go to their shows because social anxiety yeah and like just uh, <laughs> crowds yeah not knowing what to do with your hands um is there an experience that you um wouldn't mind sharing from on set either positive uh, or negative you don't have to name names but just really anything something that like Maybe you look back on fondly, or something that maybe even something you want to do in the future. I don't know anything you want to talk about. Um, um, something goofy. Um, and we can also talk about last night, too. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, we went to the Tea Awards last night. Um, well, I saw several people I've had wonderful scenes with there. Yeah. That always brings, including Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> always brings back good memories. Everyone was so happy to see you. It Everyone was, was so happy to see you. It was very, very fun. Everyone was in a great mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't even think I had someone, like, push past me in a rude way, honestly. Like, no. people were just, they were super happy. It was a very sweet crowd. Uh, and Natalie Mars, it was funny. She came mm -hmm. up on stage to get the award that I presented, and uh, she looked at it. 
Nico uh, and was like, I think they already knew that they were presenting and they weren't quite paying attention to who I was. And then they turned to me to like shake my hand and give me a hug and they were like, oh, mercy, oh mercy, I'm so glad this was you. I'm glad this was you presenting it. Like, just like <laughs> very like looking into my eyes like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of fun though. Uh, it's like you meet a stranger you build this like very brief but deep intimacy <laughs> and then go on with your days as if nothing has ever happened and mm -hmm. but when you see each other again sometimes it's like right back you're Ooh. right back there yeah, <laughs> that's so when you have really good chemistry it's like oh hello yeah <laughs> that's so intense <laughs> oh my gosh that is so incredibly intense it's, i love yeah, it it's kind of fun i <sighs> Especially if you, I, I feel personally, like, if there's a scene I've been trying to get with a person or someone mm -hmm. I've been trying to work with and I just know it's going to click and maybe we've even, like, fucked before yeah. and I'm just, like, I see them, like, hi, I know you live in a different <laughs> state and you have, like, six partners and no time for me and I just, I love you. <laughs> let's, 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 like, fuck. And that's, like, the only way that we can mm -hmm. express this because this is work and this works for us. Um, and, and when you have, like, people pleaser <laughs> tendencies um, <laughs> yeah. and you're fucking someone you like on camera, there's just all, mm. all yeah, you just, mm. it's mm. a, it's a great, it's a great place to be sometimes. Yes. Especially when you're being well compensated for it. It's just like, hmm. <laughs> uh, the right, on the right days, it's, it's a wonderful place. Uh, <laughs> yes, I agree. Totally I had agree. a good scene with uh, Mickey. I saw him last night. Oh, last gorgeous, night. those eyes. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had a custom video. We've shot together for Kink and and maybe a couple other sites, but um, yeah, we had a good custom video once where the guy paid both of our full rates to basically just have sex for an hour <laughs> and as close to all in one shot as possible. And it's like, as long as like, you're kind of dressed like a boy and Mickey can dress however he wants mm -hmm. and you can take off the clothes after you start, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. And also like, you lick Mickey's ass for a good five, ten minutes in there somewhere. And I was just like, I was so grateful <laughs> for that work day. And it lived up to its expectations completely. And I felt fairly paid. And uh, we, we fucked again off camera right after. And so, it's, yeah, those are those days when you're just like, oh. Work is lovely. Like, this is yeah. great. I get paid for this. Oh, and like. some Morgan Bailey last night. Too. I was going to ask, do you know Morgan? Oh, yeah, we had a scene together before, and I mean, years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, oh, she's so cool. Yeah, she's just I, so I could cool. Tell. She's so funny and so, like, she knows exactly how to move to, oh. to like, fuck your brain. Like, like, yeah, yeah. You you've been inside her before you've ever touched her. If oh she wants gosh. you to be, like Ugh. she's one of those like. Uh, um, and so very blunt, so oh, so yeah. lovely, oh, and she knows exactly and what she wants. <laughs> I'm like, you just want your boyfriend right now, and I'm just happy that you exist. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> and I have the memories. <laughs> no, that was so much fun, and I. Gosh, I, I'm glad I got to um, introduce you to River and Kaya. They're so sweet. I would 
they've been so wonderful to me mm. and uh yeah, they're so pretty oh my gosh. they're so cool looking mm -hmm. i just followed them both on twitter because i got really excited when i met them it was like I just want them both to be cyborgs in a really cool movie, like, <laughs> right? They look so kick-ass all the time. I wish I could keep myself together like that. Like, <laughs> no, more often than not, I'm yeah. just going to go with jeans and a t-shirt because thinking is hard. Like, <laughs> putting myself together in the mirror, like staring at myself in the mirror that long <laughs> is hard. I feel you there. <laughs> I, I also just don't know, like, it's... There's all, all these tricks to like whatever hair hair texture and style and stuff you have how how to make everything just line lay perfectly and do this perfectly and like I have never been in a place to learn these tricks. Um, gotcha. So <laughs> like and, and, well, you yeah. have like amazing hair. I'm just gonna say that's like it's one of my one of my favorite parts about you aesthetically. Oh. I will say and it's because I don't have hair so. I'm, you have hair. I I do. I, I don't have a shrubbery. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a shrubbery. I don't. I, you know, I'm completely jealous of your body hair, all of it. So. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see. Um, let's go with like one more question, mm -hmm. and and maybe like chat a little more about something else, and and then I'm gonna go work with Cupcakes and Claire. We have a custom video together, and that's gonna be fun. It'll be the second time I've worked with them, and it's gonna be amazing because they're such a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. mm. I love myself some circus freaks. Like, mm. Cupcakes oh. seems very sweet. Yep. I met them once at the Avians uh, like a couple years ago, briefly. Mm. <clears throat> um, okay, so last question I'll ask. Uh, are there any, and this might be, uh, this is an experimental, um, are there any questions that you would like to answer that you think people generally have about um, sex work? And also, since I'm uh, feeling like this uh, podcast is going to lean more towards like talking to folks about uh, mental health and how they manage it while working in the industry and also just like how they cope in general with living in this world um, mm -hmm. so are, yeah are there any questions that people generally have that have about um, sex workers or uh, sex uh, disabled sex workers or um, just any stigma something like that that you would like to address is there something that like if you could address room of people and be like, this isn't true mm -hmm. about us, even though I know a good portion of you think it is, or whatever. Um, <coughs> I'm, uh, I'm disabled in a variety of ways, but they're all invisible, so I don't really deal with the specifically disabled sex worker mm -hmm. stigma. Um, although, I, I guess uh, uh, someone told a kink th about some of my disabilities when I first started there, which, which I was like afraid to tell them. Yeah. Uh, which meant they got very, like, worried that I didn't, um, you know, I didn't know how uh, things like bondage or electricity or whatever would affect me, mm -hmm. or that, uh, you know, basically I felt to some degree for a, a minute that they like were uncertain. Of, that I could be trusted to define my own limits. Mm -hmm. And um, that's sort of, I guess, the gist of, of 
than what I've gotten. As, but I haven't had, you know, too extreme a version of that. It didn't last long. Because... Mm -hmm. uh, because you're awesome and you just, like, kick ass at everything you do, so... I, well, and I'm a nerd and, like, you know, borderline autistic, maybe, so I just talk a certain mm -hmm. way and... When I get nervous, I speak in a monotone and use a lot bigger words, and then people just assume I'm not nervous, that I'm very clear. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, this means you are clear-minded and intelligent, and, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, this coping mechanism is awesome. <laughs> um, but also, like, uh, it's, yeah, uh, I, it was fine. I did know what yeah. I wanted, and I would have done the same things off camera had I been given access to those things. Yeah. And or I would have found access to yeah, those things. So it was yes. like I was already doing few of those things off camera. So um, yeah, like that that sense mm -hmm. that like oh maybe we need to like exercise extra caution around you where you're already anybody that comes in is giving a series of of limits and answering these like five yeah. page questionnaires. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't have, like, like, nobody was a dick to me about it, honestly. Yeah. No, no, I, I guess I don't mean, I guess I mean, like, the general public, not even in work. Like, I feel like, mm. um, but I mean, uh, also just sex work in general, just, like, some a misconception you want to address or something like that or something. Like I said, just a room full of, like, people pulled off the street. Yeah. Um, like, for, I guess, for me, I would say, like, oh, yeah, um, not, uh, like not every sex worker has been like been abused but it's been a really good coping mechanism for a lot of people that have had to deal with a lot of abuse and there's nothing wrong with that and I think a lot of people think there is and if it's done in like a healthy and safe way that it's a good way to like explore yourself with like extreme consent involved like with signing mm -hmm. papers and knowing exactly what's going on I know for me that's why it was so comforting because I was terrified of one night stands and I didn't know how to not can, can immediately attach myself to someone that I was fucking, and uh, and this was a way for me to know, like, okay, I'm going into work, I'm meeting a person, there's no room for abandonment issues in this because I know they're not abandoning me, we're doing a job, they're finishing a job, if, we've, if we're friends after, that's cool, if not, fine but there's no room for emotional awkwardness or, you know, if I, if I make it that way, and there wasn't a lot of there weren't really a lot of other options if I wanted to explore my sexuality and now I'm much more comfortable with it and you know exploring outside off of film but I feel like I used it as a tool to be able to like take control of my own sexuality as a person with severe anxiety and who dealt with uh, a lot of fucked up things when they were a kid so um it's it is a huge and helpful tool for people um with certain issues in their life and it does not exacerbate it but helps and I know it does exacerbate some people's problems especially addiction problems and stuff like that but I would say just you know there are a lot of people that this is a line of work that's helpful and good and positive and they wouldn't be able to function in this world if it wasn't available um, or they, at least that's how you know they feel and they're able to cling to sex work and feel like it's something they can do and that's great like that's wonderful and uh, so yeah mm -hmm. um, and if you don't want to answer it because I just gave some sort of answer that's cool too I mean that was pretty thorough uh, can you repeat the question actually? oh no it's just, <laughs> there, um, do you have any questions you like to answer for people questions you think people have about sex workers like if you, as, as a person, like, I know you've met, probably met people that are like, you, they find out about what you do, and then they're like, 
here's a question oh, like okay. and uh, there are some people that don't even have like the courage to would never run into a sex worker never let no, someone would never let mm. alone like admit they were a sex worker to this person but for some reason they're listening to my podcast because mm. they want to open their mind so yeah um okay uh i guess one that i've heard a lot and uh and one i i kind of like assumed to some degree i think before i started doing sex work was uh that um like what's what the question would be like what's the one thing common to all sex workers or some version of that question is mm -hmm. i've had i've heard that a lot and people assuming you know this is a type of person this is like uh, a certain type of person which puts them into this other category of some kind and um even very liberal very like open-minded people do this and just assume you know i couldn't do this because i'm not this type of person and um, therefore, this is this other category. And anytime you other a category of people, you know that's well, that's just dangerous and stigma-inducing. Uh, so I guess that I would answer that is uh, you know everyone's just a person here, and <laughs> all kinds of people. And I never thought I would do sex work, and uh, and once it became a clear option to me, it was uh, it's been something I. I really enjoyed and was really helpful and therapeutic to me and I've met all kinds of different people in the industry and it's just a microcosm of society there's people from all walks of life and all all lifestyles all religions all disabilities all like people have struggles you know any job they get and uh, it's just yeah there's everybody here <laughs> yep just yeah uh, uh, yeah, that's great. I, I think I would add to that that also, you know, um, uh, clients and customers of sex workers are also not a monolith and are all the things mm -hmm. you just, just, just described. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, and I feel like that also gets mixed up and uh, lost in translation when people are just like, oh, it's this certain type of person mm -hmm. that, that pays for sex or pays for, you know, a custom video or custom porn. They actually interact with the porn star, you know, or whatever when they're, yeah, those people that's are going, going and getting, <laughs> there are people that are going and getting, uh, you know, watching free porn all the time, but they're giving mm -hmm. shit to the dudes who pay every week to get a custom video or something, you know? Yeah. So, um, yes, I think that's a great answer. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. This was totally experimental, and I feel like it went really well. Awesome. Um, I, uh, uh, is there any social networking or, or projects or anything that you want to plug? Anything you want to say before we take off? Um, anything you want to say to your fans that might be listening? Um, uh, I'm Ingrid Mouth on Twitter and Instagram. But I'm not uh, really shooting right now. I'm really just uh, hanging out with Mercy and working on other stuff. And so I want to plug Mercy West. I want to plug. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> I mean, what? Okay, who are your friends that we met last night? Uh, we were really cute. River and Kaya. River yeah, and Kaya. What goddess are Kaya um, <laughs> and River Enza. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty great. Do look them up. They're wonderful queer um, sex worker buddies of mine, and just amazing folks. They're even hotter in person. <laughs> I can testify. And uh, uh and um, who else? Did? Mickey Maud is wonderful. 
Um, Natasha Dreams is oh. still a fucking <sighs> ah like oh my god she's like the babe that the guys from Weird Science created but better mm-hmm. and she oh she looks like a rock star of yeah and um <laughs> Morgan Bailey is amazing god her dress was great too her yeah this was just like what about the presenter's dress i cannot remember their oh. name but that was the best it was like yeah like a crazy ass mermaid dress yeah I loved beautiful it. flowers oh. like i love things that are, look difficult to walk in like i yeah, really do yeah. same with shoes and dresses i'm like that's effort mm-hmm. that's real effort to put yourself through that i love it oh. Oh, we also saw lotus lane and mm-hmm. um Anna Fox, who are both insanely gorgeous, mm-hmm. and I was very distracted by them. God, everyone was so nice. Everyone was so mm. sweet. I forgot how to talk a lot of times because everyone was so, maybe so woozy. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, that southern bell, like, oh. Just <laughs> <laughs> Swooning into the brick wall oh, while I smoke gosh. a joint. Yeah, that um, was, oh my gosh, just the smoking areas. Just like, yeah, it was just such a bizarre scene. Like, I wish I could, mm-hmm. if I could paint, I would paint it. Like, it's just, it's everyone doing their, like, some people totally doing their own thing. People interacting, yeah. smoking, talking, sex stuff, like mm-hmm. everything. Just, oh my gosh. I should have taken some reference photos. Right? It's oh, well. real pretty. Yeah, lots of, oh, yeah. Um... It made me feel good about people. I li- yeah, I like the tea awards. They're like uplifting, man. Mm-hmm. Crystal Pen. Uh, uh, got a standing uh, ovation. Yeah, <laughs> their so speech good. like I like teared up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think I was shy. I'm shy about crying in public, or I would have been bawling. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah, so touching and like that she wasn't even uh, like being given an award they were uh crystal was presenting mm-hmm. an award and got a standing ovation because everybody knows that <laughs> they are just a person who radiates love and goodness even if you don't know crystal very well because i really don't i've like mm-hmm. met them a handful of times and you could just like feel it and like the way that they talk to people and like yeah mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's like you're important when you're talking mm-hmm. to them, even if it's just like a, a little interaction, yeah, you know, and that's mm-hmm. so important. It's so good to see like a person like that being recognized by their community mm-hmm. and and just spontaneously oh too. So, so <laughs> real. Especially for someone that's behind the scenes most of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It must just, it must feel, feel nice though, mm-hmm. at least. I hope. I hope it wasn't too much. Yeah, and <laughs> Violet Monroe. <laughs> They're so cute. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, that's. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna go get ready for my shoot with Cupcake Sinclair, and again, thank you, Ingrid. I really had a nice time talking with you. Oh, wonderful. I always enjoy talking to Ingrid, and I'm positive this will not be the only installment that they are involved in. (laughs) Next up, we have Cupcake Sinclair, who I met a few years ago, and we followed each other on social networking for quite a while before we actually met and performed together. Um, I... 
I just think they're the bee's knees, and I think you will too. Enjoy. Hello. I am here with Cupcakes and Claire. We just got done shooting our custom video. Um, I talked about it a little earlier when I was talking with Ingrid Mouth, and uh, we uh, accomplished it. Do you think? Like, I think we got it. Yeah. 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 Like, what an amazing teamwork we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think there were a few hitches in the beginning, but then once uh, once I took a look at the email for the custom, I was like, yeah, okay, cool, we got this. Yeah, and it worked out. Um, but yeah, and also just. Thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate you opening your space to me. Um, Thank you for coming. You're like one of my role models. So the fact that our custom guy was like, I want Marcy, and you just happen to be in town. I was like, <laughs> the gods are smiling upon us. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. I still just like can't even get over the fact that someone put me on a list of the people they want to see. Like, I just, uh, uh, all right. So... Basically, I just have a few questions, and if anything stands out to you or you want to elaborate on anything for longer than, you know, a few minutes, that's totally cool. I'm not looking to finish the whole page. These are just ideas. Um, and yeah, feel free to talk about whatever, and if you don't want to talk about something, please tell me because <laughs> I am sensitive to those things. Uh, all right. Um, the first question that I like to ask people is, do you um, have any advice for beginners? Like, is there one thing that pops to the top of your head? And it could be a specific demographic. It could be um, it could be black sex workers, or it could be sex workers in general, or it could be, um, you know, folks that are just starting, or folks that are older that are just starting, or like, you know, whatever. Just any sort of, if you have something you would like to say to beginners, or something you want to impart to people, or feel like you usually do when people ask you this question. Right, and that totally makes sense. Um, so for me, I have my foot in both the video aspects of sex work as well as the in-person aspect as a professional submissive. And so I feel like one piece of advice that kind of encompasses, I feel, both sections of those, you know, two birds, one stone, is pretty much just to remind anybody who's first starting out that their boundaries are important and that negotiations are so crucial. Whether you're doing a video and you're taking a custom or whether you're sitting there in front of the client and negotiating, you know, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're happy and pleased by the work that you're doing and you should never feel like you're not allowed to negotiate further if you have questions about things or you know express yourself if you feel like you know something needs tweaking or something's uncomfortable mm -hmm. yeah uncomfortable definitely whether physically mentally like energy wise anything you know <laughs> yep no that's excellent and that's pretty much like the same thing that uh, that Ingrid said, and I think it's like a lot of it's the same thing that most people say. It's definitely a really important aspect um, of the whole thing because I think a lot of people, a lot of younger folks especially, get into the business um, and they think they just have to do what they're told. They think right. they just have to like, oh, if I want this job, I have to do what they tell me to do, and it's, you know. Porn has its own stuff going on, mm -hmm. but like you really just you have to advocate for yourself. Like regardless of what people have come to expect from the industry, especially in mainstream with younger girls, like right. you just have to advocate for yourself. No one else yeah. will. No one else is watching out for you generally. And if they are, that's like extra special and great exactly. and you love those shoots and it's amazing. But like yeah. You've got to advocate for yourself. Right, and piggybacking off of that, one of the favorite things that I have about working at this dungeon is that whenever we have new girls, especially new submissives, mm -hmm. 
Should I be? Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Whenever we have new girls, especially new submissives, you know, we have um, we walk them through what a negotiation is supposed to look like, and we always oh, tell really? them, yeah. And we always we always try to reiterate, you know, if you ever need to call a session or you feel like you need to walk away from a client, everybody on staff will be behind you a hundred percent. A and B, like we walk them through, like not what a proper negotiation is supposed to look like because that's different for everyone for person, but correct. pretty much how to ask more in-depth questions if someone says that they want to do impact with you what form of impact are we talking about how heavy are we going what implements are we using mm -hmm. and we just try to make sure girls know that because I mean especially for subs for pro subs um, we have different categories so you can have a regular BDSM session or you can have what we call a heavy session so those you know have a higher mm -hmm. chance of marking you might involve things like a heavier paddle or whips and things like that and even with that you know a lot of the girls will go oh well I felt like I really had to do it because you know he's paying the heavy session fee and we're like no that's just because you're willing to negotiate pushing yourself further. It's not the end-all be-all, and at the end of the day, you need to be safe. So I feel like, especially as sex workers, we sometimes end up in very complicated or nuanced situations because we do want to mm -hmm. do our best to please, but remembering yeah. your boundaries first and first most is important. It's, yeah, it's not <laughs> always, it's, and it's, you're right with uh, as far as nuance and things go, because it's not always just someone being rude. It's not always just someone asking for something that you don't offer. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you get all different types of people coming to you and all different levels of experience, not only with BDSM, but with just human interaction. Exactly. And so <laughs> that's something that I feel like I've definitely, I've learned a lot from, uh, just learning how dynamic people's personalities are. Right, <laughs> what a concept, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. That was lovely. I, it was a lovely, lovely. Let's see. What's the next question here that I can ask you? Um, do, do, do. Um, why? This is the second question I have written here. Mm -hmm. Why do you do sex work? And I think also I would like to add to that. Um, what are your feelings on um, like looking at your social networking? I know that you identify as asexual, mm -hmm. and so. Um, I have a. F uh, I'm. I'm just going to assume that is that is part of <laughs> part of you and your sex work and part of how you function and mentally process your work. Um, and so yes, uh, why do you do sex work? And then also, if you could talk mm -hmm. a little bit about your asexuality and um, if it, uh, it, how it affects your sex work and, right. and how you perceive things. Absolutely. Um, so why do I do sex work? Um, first and foremost, I. Well, I do do like penetrative sex and things that might be on the more mainstream uh, spectrum, I do try to make an emphasis, or at least I try to market myself in terms of being more BDSM and fetish orientated. And so tying into why I do sex work, I feel like being able to cater to kinks and fetishes that people might not necessarily see as often portrayed in general sites or have very specific interests that they might feel ashamed by or have more questions about and things like that. Um, I'm in the lifestyle as well. I'm part of the community. Okay. I'm not just a professional, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. So when I first got into the scene and I was going around parties and I was looking at porn and things like that, I recognized that I had very different tastes. And you would think that, you know, <laughs> because we're all kinksters that we'd all be yeah. <laughs> wild. But I, I definitely quickly realized that I was still at the far end of that spectrum. And so part of that was just a desire to put out some of the things that I found interesting into the world as well um, 
and give other people a chance to see that. I know that some of the videos that I've done, I'll have people come in for sessions and go, um, wow, I, I didn't know I could wear diapers. I didn't know that this was okay. Mm -hmm. How do I talk to my partner about this? Oh. And things like that where mm -hmm. it ties in really well. So I'm glad that I'm not only able to please people by getting them off, of course, mm -hmm. but also allowing people to like feel the freedom to speak up about what their interests are, even if it deviates from what might be considered societal norms in terms of how we see sex. Yeah. Um, so that being said, in terms of being asexual, um, for me, I, as, as a you know, silly as it might sound, I, I really do perceive BDSM as cathartic, and it helps relax me in a sense. Um, when I was first entering the scene, I had a lot of um, issues with depression and self harm and stuff, and so through BDSM, I realized, you know, if I have a partner that I'm feeling safe and secure with, I know that this person is going to hurt me in the way that I need, but not in the way that will damage me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and so being able to. Um, explore those boundaries within myself and see how strong I am and push those limits but also know that like the partner that I trust to like go on that journey with me will also be there with me mm -hmm. that's way more fulfilling for me than you know having my puss pounded which <laughs> isn't <laughs> which isn't a bad thing yes, yes. but in terms of you know why I do things and why I put this out into the world and stuff like that yeah. definitely showing people that there's different nuances to how we perceive sexuality and kinky engagements and stuff like that. It doesn't have to just be penetrative sex. And if it is penetrative sex, that's great and that's awesome, but also let's explore the layers of it. There's just <laughs> so much more out there. And yeah, yeah it's, it, that's great. Now, thank you so much. That was wonderful. <laughs> you are so very articulate. <laughs> um, and if I can, um, if I can ask you a little bit more about your asexuality, mm -hmm. um, because this is something that I'm definitely curious about too, and I know it manifests different manifests differently in different people. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see, what to uh, basically? I guess my perception is mm -hmm. that you. Uh, I know that some asexual people have penetrative sex with partners, mm -hmm. Every, some have sex for other reasons, mm -hmm. obviously for sex work and stuff like right. that, um, and it can be like fun, mm -hmm. it's not, uh, and then also I'm not sure about arousal as far as mm -hmm. like I'm super, like my kink mm -hmm. is completely connected to my sex, and so right. Any, pretty much any situation I'm in, even if it's a kink I'm not into, but the <laughs> other person is like super into it, yeah. like it just... I'm super horny about it. Like, right. that's just my thing. I'm like, oh man, yeah, like, if we're not gonna fuck after this, I'm at least gonna masturbate. Like, this is gonna be awesome. And it's just very, uh, very, very tied to my sexuality mm -hmm. and my sense of, like, uh, arousal and stuff like that. Right. So, um, what, how, can you tell me a little bit about how yeah, you function? Absolutely. I don't, I feel like I'm being really awkward, but no, I'm no, like, no. I just I totally like you understand. so much and I wanna learn. <laughs> not be an asshole. So. No, I appreciate it. The, the more I can talk about weird, nuanced, obscured stuff, I'm down. Um, so there are, just like with all other forms of sexuality, right, asexuality is on a scale. And so sometimes when we're, you know, giving, uh, I guess not shortcut verbiage, but um, when we're trying to explain it in summary, yeah, we have what we call... Um, sex positive aces, we have neutral positive aces, and then we have sex repulsed aces. Okay, gotcha. And so I feel I personally fall on the line of sex neutral. Mm -hmm. um, there are some aces who will enjoy the act of sex, but they don't experience sexual attraction. Okay. And so for them, being for some aces, being penetrated is a big deal, and for mm -hmm. some of them it's not, mm -hmm. because ultimately 
um, the main thing that unifies us is the fact that we don't experience sexual attractions. So if you're at okay. a bar and you're looking at somebody and you're going, damn, so-and-so is hot, mm -hmm. for most of us we're going, oh, well, I like their shoes, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. true, that's true. But it, and it's not directly tied to, it's not the absence of arousal, though. It's exactly. From, from what I know, and so because I know a lot of folks that have really, really big fantasy right. lives and masturbate a lot yep. and do a lot of self-play and do a lot of indulgence in their fetishes yeah. um, and stuff like that. So I, I, and that really surprised me. I know yeah. not everybody does that, but like <laughs> the fact that that's, it's still something that's accessible. Like I mm -hmm. thought it was for some reason was inaccessible to asexuals. <laughs> it was something where I'm like, they just don't get turned on and that's cool. But it's like, no, it's more, it's far more nuanced than that. Yeah. And um, I appreciate you talking with me about it. Um, yeah. And so when you say sex neutral, it's more or less like you're just, uh, you're okay with it mm -hmm. uh, for work and for circumstances where you feel comfortable, right. but it's not something you necessarily seek out constantly or something that's like a, uh, a physical need like it is for most people maybe exactly uh, as far as like other people go so. right okay so I I kind of like to joke with my partners at least when I'm trying to explain asexuality remember how like in school you would go okay you know a square is a rectangle but a s rectangle isn't a square so or whatever yeah, the yeah, variation of that is yeah. I probably fucked it up there yeah, goes I my analogy yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get what you're saying though but it's essentially like that when it comes to attraction versus like actual arousal and penetrative sex and so on. Okay. And so for me, especially in my case, as a self-identified submissive, both in my professional and personal life, mm -hmm. um, and having the kinks that I do, um, for me, a lot of the times, even if I don't experience um, as much arousal as I guess the quote-unquote typical person would who does yeah. engage in sex regularly would, I still am very mentally turned on by the fact that I'm able to please my partner through okay. this act. Gotcha, Just gotcha. like if somebody was, you know, a service-oriented submissive or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just another form of that. And so even if, for me, my main form of expressing that wouldn't be through penetrative sex, I'm still okay with it yeah. if that means that my partner is happy as well. I don't feel forced into it. I just feel like it's another act of service being the submissive okay, that I am. Okay, yeah, and since you're not <laughs> since you're not sex repulsed, that it's like an option for exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. yes. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm not being forced, and it's not like squeaky and ew. I'm just kind of like, yeah. oh, we're this having cookies? So, okay, I guess I, I guess I could have another cookie. I mean, I just <laughs> ate dinner, but cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that totally makes sense to me now. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for talking a little bit about that. Like, it, it's, uh, I just really appreciate it. <laughs> I really, really do. Of course. <laughs> um, let's see. Do, do, do. So, for some lighter stuff, do you have, um, do you have any shows that you watch repetitively for comfort? Do you have anything that you, like, turn on? Or, like, mm -hmm. it could be a movie, too. Do you have anything that you watch a lot of that maybe... Uh, or just like I don't know, or it's maybe a genre that you watch a lot of. Do you watch stuff? Do you, are you not a TV person? Um, I've recently become a TV person. Um, one of my partners overseas and I share a Netflix account, so I wasn't really into TV because I'm always like, oh, I've got to edit, oh, I've got to shoot, I've got to do this. But yeah. on the plane rides over there, it's oh. like fucking 16, 24 hour whatever turnarounds. Gotcha. Stuff. So I'd be like, whoop, I have nothing. I mean, I can't edit porn on a plane, yeah. so let me hop on Netflix. So I've definitely been going down the rabbit hole for that. Oh man, I have been coarse into watching Stranger Things and Sabrina yeah. and Umbrella Academy, all of that shit. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yes, I, I really enjoy Stranger Things. Oh I have God. not seen those the other two, but I've heard that they're that they're good. Yeah, yeah. I did just finish um, 
sex ed though. You might like that. Okay. It's, um, it's on Netflix, and it's. Uh, you know, do you have you watched the X Files? Do you watch the X Files? Yes. Gillian Anderson, Scully. She's in it, and she's oh amazing. She like has short blonde hair and just like. She's so hot. She's a sex therapist. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you like her and you you like sex stuff, like yes. interesting things, so I, I think you'd like it. But yeah, sex education, totally check it out if wow. you're on another flight to the UK or something. <laughs> um, <coughs> Definitely noted. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, okay, cool. And a lot of people I talk to aren't big media people. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a total pop culture freak, so like I consume so much shit. Um, <laughs> but let's see here. Um, what do you do to, to decompress besides bondage? Do you go to the spa? Um, do you read a lot? Do you like jog? Um, what brings you peace outside of your work? Um, <laughs> I feel so guilty saying this, but for me, editing kind of helps me decompress, which is still nice. another form of work, <laughs> essentially. That's okay. But... Being honest is totally cool. <laughs> I get so anxious sometimes and so for me like one of my favorite things about sex work is being able to edit my videos and there's something very like calming about making sure each piece goes where it's supposed to and making sure that everything is aligned Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm still getting work done but I'm also kind of calming down after it so yeah I have a partner that edits my stuff and I'm just like he I've sat with him while he does it and I'm like you are way into this he like zens out and I'm just just like yeah, it's, it's real fun, but I'm just like, I can't, I don't think I can get this way. Oh, thank you for everything for me. Um, yes, so cool. No, that's that's awesome. Like, I don't really have many extracurricular either. I'm just like, I work, and then I sit in water that's warm occasionally. To, like, you know, rest, relax. what is rest? Yeah. Yeah, um, let's see. <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? Or um, do you have, like, a regimen or, like, something specific that you do every day? Um... Yeah. Primarily, I'm mostly on Soylent. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, mm, I, I just got into them. I, I have a monthly subscription already. Yeah. Like, I get a box. So, oh, that totally yeah. makes sense. I'm, like, always busy, but also one of my partners and I are, like, in a DS thing, so it kind of goes hand in hand where he's like, okay, you've got food restrictions, but also conveniently those food restrictions are also because, yeah, you're always busy, so let's make sure you're consuming something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, let's see. Hmm. Um, can you share an experience on set with me, um, whether it was one that went um, less than perfect and no need to name names, obviously, and um, or if it was something that went really well or if it was just like an interesting situation, um, just a set story of some type or a situation. It could be real short, too, like, oh, man, this guy was real nice when I didn't clean out well enough or like whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be anything long. Um... <clears throat> and it's totally, if you're blanking on it, it's totally fine. Sometimes people are like, this one time, you know, <laughs> like they have that story where they're like, yeah, the only one I have is negative, but I don't want to go down that rabbit no, hole. No, okay. no, of course, of course. <laughs> no, but you're, set, but like set. most of your, most of your experiences are like great, I'm sure. And oh, it's yeah, just like, oh, what do I choose? They're all pretty great. Yeah. And it's like, I love my work. So, <laughs> of course. <clears throat> and let's see, the one, let's see, where are we actually? <laughs> Okay, perfect. Just where I want it to be. Um, so the last question I will ask, and this mm-hmm. is sort of a um, experimental, still figuring out if it works for people to answer. <laughs> but if you, let's say you had um, a room full of people mm-hmm. that had never had the chance to be exposed to sex workers, had never met anybody really alternative, but for some reason they're listening to my podcast and um, 
they have questions about sex workers and they can like beam them into your heads and so <laughs> if there was a question you would like to answer that you think those people would ask like is there something that you think you get asked repeti repe uh, um, repeatedly by people that are maybe vanilla um, maybe answering a question like people are like oh are all like sex workers druggies you know mm -hmm. like you know people have right. these weird uh, things so like are there any questions that you hear a lot that you would just like to answer for like a large room of people that have never met a sex worker right um, I, I guess the main thing would essentially be just like with any other job there's all forms of sex workers there's all sorts of nuances and we're all just people so just like you have the happy cashier and the not so happy cashier and the cashier who's just there to be there and stuff it's just the same with sex work um you know there's some people who are doing it as survival there are some people who are doing it because it's fun there are some people who it's just there and there and stuff but for some that people it's a coping mechanism exactly. it's, yeah it's yeah. it helps with uh you know like dealing with trauma and other exactly. stuff and like i know for me i wouldn't have been able to explore my sexuality half mm -hmm. as much as i have yeah. if i didn't have the freedom of porn like i it, it just wouldn't have happened. I was yeah. too afraid of, uh, you know, uh, one night stands. And mm -hmm. I didn't like meeting strangers, but I needed to not <laughs> fall in love with someone that I fucked. So I was just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, and, and it really mm -hmm. worked out for me. And it, it turned out to be very therapeutic and then turned into a career, you yeah. know. And so it's, you know, everybody comes at it from a different mm -hmm. place. Um, and... Yes, that is also, I think, very close to what Ingrid said as well. Um, and that makes me very happy that there are, like, these universal truths that people are like, yep. know this if you're getting into the industry, please. Yep. Um, that is the end of what I have for you, and I am so tired right now. Um, thank you so much for filming and being so patient uh, with me earlier. Um, and is there anything you want to plug, anything you're doing, um, anything you want to, you know, want to talk about your social networking? see where people can find you stuff like that um yeah if you are interested in visiting a real life pros professional submissive because i know that a lot of our media is intuited with pro doms mm -hmm. professional submissives exist um i'm here at sanctuary studios lax in los angeles i'd love to see anyone who is interested in either learning more or experiencing you know a topping session and also, I do do porn, so if you're interested in seeing some of my videos, Google Cupcakes Sinclair. I'm sure I'll pop up somewhere. <laughs> and as far as far as the submissive you offer, um, you offer like ABDL with mm -hmm. you bottoming, yep. um, and imp uh, imp some impact play. Yep. And um, if there's anything else you'd like to list off, because I realize I didn't, I didn't really think about all the things you do. But um, <laughs> if there's stuff you specialize in or things that yeah. you, yeah. Um, so I definitely specialize in ABDL or age play. I specialize in puppy play, and I also specialize in service-oriented um, submission. So if you're a very high-protocol top, and maybe because of some circumstance you're not able to, you know, find any of these needs for you, I am that person for you. I have over five years of experience with all of this in different capacities. So whether you're into splashing, whether you're into, you know, pony play, puppy play, impact, flogging, tickling, feet, I <laughs> literally am into all of it and I am here to cater for you because I am a kinkster as well. I do this in my personal life, which means I feel confident in offering it professionally. So well said, and it's so nice to meet a fellow kinkster that's just like, you know, there's just so much stuff I'm into, I can't really make a list. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, people think I can fit that into an email, and nope. that is just like, no, when, we're, when we meet in person, you'll understand what I mean. Like, you'll see how enthusiastic I am about chewing that bubble gum for you, and you'll realize that... <laughs>
Uh, yeah, it's, I'm good at it. Yeah. So, thank you so much again for hanging out with me and talking to me, um, putting up with my experiment. Uh, <laughs> and my social networking is at underscore Mercy West underscore. I know it's totally lame. And uh, my site is mercy-west.com. Um, feel free to reach out to me on social networking if there's something you'd like to see me discuss on my show, um, questions you'd like to see me answer, or people you'd like to see me interview. Um, have an excellent night, and thank you for listening. Bye.